0: to stars, stones, and stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred sight activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow earthseedtemplearts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now, more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Make love. Make beauty make love, make beauty, make love, make beauty. I
1: walk in beauty, beauty before me, beauty Beauty's all around me, yeah, beauty's all around me, I walk in beauty, beauty before me, beauty behind me, beauty's all around me. Yeah, beauty's all around me. I walk in beauty. Beauty before me. Beauty behind me. Beauty's all around me. Beauty's all around me. Beauty's all around me. Beauties all around me. I walk in beauty before me. Beauty behind me. Beauties all around me. Beauties all around me. Beauty's all around me. Oh, beauty. Beauty is all me. Beauty Beauty is all around me.
0: May you honor the sacred life. May you cultivate a life of love and of beauty and of something that you're proud of, that you're proud of to pass on to your descendants that your ancestors are proud of. We are at a phenomenal gate right now, waxing to this blood moon Taurus eclipse, closing out cycles, releasing, letting go, dropping our leaves off of our sacred beings, dropping old beliefs, old paradigms, so we can make love, so we can make beauty once more. The North Node is in Aries and the South Node is in Libra and they are battling one another. We you're battling from deep within ourselves and our psyches. And our collective reality will not shift if you do not shift from deep within. If your liberation movement does not elevate all of human life on the planet, it is not a liberation movement. And if you allow terrorism to enter into your psyche and your heart, it can cloud and delude you on so many levels. As we circle for this episode 103 of Starstones and Stories, before we fully dive in to the content of what wishes to be transmitted to you at this moment, I have to come from a very authentic space and just say, it has taken me three days to record this, and that this entire month of October has been one of the most challenging months I have been through. And there's so much I want to share about my own personal experience, but I don't feel safe in this moment in doing that. And so every time I have sat down to record, I find I am like falling over my words, and I I don't feel like I can fully express what wishes to be shared because what I am seeing transpire in the outer world is so much hatred and confusion and contagion, a mass contagion is taking place. And I pray, I pray that if you are listening that you open your eyes and your ears and your cells of your body to go deeper, to dig deeper, to not get swept up into a contagion of belief that ultimately desires, to go against everything that creation culture represents and we are here in this lifetime to celebrate to make love to make beauty and as we are birthing this new earth we know that we're going to see so much fall away and it is important to not get swept into what is falling away, it is important to not allow that to take your sacred life force and to manipulate and hypnotize you into something that stands against making love and making beauty. So I've been thinking a lot about my own work this past month, it it has honestly been hard for me to work. And as a small business owner and as a single mother, I have to work. It's not an option for me. And I'm really getting real with myself and, and seeing what is currently sustainable for me, because what has been sustainable is, is not sustainable in this moment. And so I just wish for you all to know that when I started this podcast, it was in May of 2020, we were opening the gates of Beltana. And now in October of 2023, we are opening the gates of Samhain. And in this moment, I speak to all of us who live in the Northern Hemisphere. I know that there are listeners out there who are in the Southern Hemisphere. So you are now opening the seasons of se- seasonal gate of Beltana. And I'll speak more to this in this episode. And what I am really feeling into is that I need to take a pause from podcasting, and because there is a lot of other content I want to be creating as an astrologer, and as a ceremonialist and a sacred space holder, I I am seeing what we are needing more support in in this moment. And it is is different from what I am offering through this podcast. So I have sat with this and I'm going to modify my podcast to say that this has been season one. Season one started in May of 2020 and will culminate with episode 103 make love, make beauty, in devotion to the other world, October of 2023. And so that will be the completion of season one. And when it feels aligned, I will broadcast for you all once more with season two, when and if, because what I'm really discovering about myself as I am at the midst of my Uranus opposition, is that there's a lot of things that want to radically shift in my life and I need to make space for them. And as I was seated this morning with my daughter, having breakfast and really thinking about all of this, a hawk flew out of a tree and landed in our backyard And it was there in the backyard while we were eating, and we just sat and watched the hawk. In the year that I've lived in this home, I've never seen a hawk in my yard. And this is the second hawk that has landed in the last four days and looked me directly in the eye. And then there was another hawk that my daughter and I saw Wednesday. So I saw a hawk on monday and it flew out of a tree it landed and it looked directly at me i saw a hawk in the sky on wednesday with my daughter driving home from picking up some groceries and picking her up at school and then this morning friday morning venus day a hawk came and i absolutely noticed cycles of three three is such a sacred number to the goddess so i want to share a little bit with you all about hawk medicine because I feel like this is something for all of us. And I'm referring to Ted Andrews' Animal Speak book. So I just wish to give gratitude to Ted Andrews. And this book has been like one of my Bibles since I was 12. Hawk represents visionary power and guardianship. He says that Hawks are one of the most intriguing and mystical birds of prey. They are the messengers, the protectors, and the visionaries of the air. Hawks have this ability where they really stir imagination. Their hunting ability, their eyesight, and their powerful flights and other behaviors are dynamic symbols. So he goes on to speak uh, in depth about the red-tailed hawk, which the red-tailed hawk is so beautiful. One of the things that he says is that um, red tails mate for life. Both the male and female help care for the young. Two to three eggs are laid in the spring. They vigorously defend their nest against any intruders. They cling to their home territories for years, and they can live up to 14 years in the wild. He says, this 14 is significant. The 14th card in the tarot deck is the card for temperance, and this is the card that represents the teaching of higher expressions of psychism and vision. It has ties to the activation of your vital energies, kundalini, and the bold expression of it. It is tied to the archetypal forces that teach beauty and harmony and moderation, It holds the keys to higher levels of consciousness. Because of the strong energy activated by this totem, an individual with it must be careful in how they express themselves. There will unfold with you the inability to tear off the heads of any snakes in your life or anyone or anything seen as an enemy. Your comments and actions will be like the hawk's beak and talents, strong and powerful, but with a capability to tear off. The sky is the realm of the hawk. Through its flight, it communicates with humans and with the greater creator spirit. It awakens our vision and inspires us to live a creative life, to claim a creative life purpose. I believe it's really important to acknowledge the power of your word, your word, what you speak, what you write, the information you broadcast, whether it is in person, in subtle energy exchanges, whether it is online, everything you say matters. Thoughts, actions, words, deeds. I spoke about this in episode 102, last episode, and I spoke how the asteroid karma has been directly conjunct Saturn. Saturn is in Pisces retrograde about to go direct and your thoughts, your words, your actions, your deeds have implications they can cause harm. And it is really important to use extreme caution in these times because this particular eclipse portal has been utilized by other forces to create social contagion. And it is part of the reason why I have really at times not even known what to say or do, because when people are caught in a contagion, they are hypnotized, and it is almost like they lose their sovereignty and they become a tool for something else. I wish to emphasize for all of us, myself included, that we proceed with caution and that we continue to pray with our ancestors. We continue to give our offerings and mutual reciprocity. We give thanks to the great elemental mothers of air, fire, water, earth, mineral, nature. We give gratitude to the realm of nature as a portal into the other world at the gates of Samhain and Beltana, respectively. We give gratitude for the thinning of the veils, and we give gratitude for the sacred holy life, and in that we make love and we make beauty. I found it interesting how Ted Andrews spoke about 14 in connection with the hawk, and it makes me think a lot about Horus and Tehuti from the Egyptian cosmology. 14 is a sacred number to mark the cycles of the moon. And so we know Hawk has a very lunar connection here. And we're waxing to this Taurus eclipse, this blood moon that is closing out one segment of a story that got opened in November of 2021. And so I wish to explore that time with you. I'm going to briefly comment on that chart of where we're coming from and what we're closing out. So it was on November 19, 2021. It was a Friday. It was a Venus day. This lunar eclipse occurred at 3.57 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you would want to Calculate for your time zone if you're curious about all of that. I don't know how much it matters for you now. The moon was at 28 degrees Taurus and the sun opposing in Scorpio. That moon was widely, very, very widely, I don't think we can even count it in a conjunction to Uranus and Taurus. And the north node was in Gemini. So it was the closing out of the Gemini-Sagittarius axis, we had that really profound eclipse in December that was conjunct the Great Attractor. That was December of 2021. I sp- I've spoken at length about that in previous episodes, and that was when I was in Egypt. and One of my mentors, Elder Maladoma Sommet, crossed into the other world at that time. And with this micro-Taurus lunar eclipse, as the moon was opposing the Scorpio sun, there was Mars and Mercury coming to meet the sun. One other important aspect is that Venus was already in Capricorn at this moment, and she was ruling that eclipse. And it was at the end of December That we experienced the Venus retrograde in Capricorn. So I just want to give you a few landmarkers to consider what emerged with that eclipse in 2021, November, and, and where you are right now. And there's something you're really letting go of, there's something you're closing out in this moment. So we're coming to this Taurus full moon, which is a powerful, powerful moment for all of us. Like the eclipse that we experienced with the Libra new moon earlier this month on the 14th of October, both of these eclipses are ruled by the planet Venus. So at 423, 49, 49 seconds, almost 424, this eclipse this full moon will be exact here and that's eastern daylight time and we have the sun the sun is in scorpio conjunct the asteroid aten which is like the solar disk of egypt mercury is also conjunct in scorpio we have mars in scorpio and we have the goddess Neet conjunct mars directly conjunct and neat is a dear goddess for me she is one of my guides on many levels and she is a hidden goddess she is a weaver goddess and she weaves all of creation through her golden loom so she is conjunct mars and in the moment of this eclipse we have the mercury mars conjunction opposing the Taurus moon conjunct Jupiter and Taurus, and Jupiter and Taurus is conjunct Uranus and Taurus. So there's a, a big moment that is coming to erupt with this eclipse. There's like um, a big moment of release, and we've been experiencing quite a buildup. And it is a buildup that's not just been for the month of October, it is a buildup that on one level we've been experiencing for A few years on another level, it can go back nine years, 18 years, 36 years, and so on. What I feel is so important to acknowledge with this moment is that the asteroid karma is still conjunct Saturn and Saturn is about to station direct. I feel what is so important for us as humans in this moment is to stay strong in our humanity and to make love and to make beauty. So many people now are talking about new earth consciousness, and a lot of them are staying focused on what they want to tear down. But we're really coming into the space where we're being asked to focus on what we're building. What are we creating? Who do you want to ally with? How do you want to celebrate? What new rituals do you want to live your life by? Or old rituals? What traditions and values do you uplift in this world? How do you strengthen your sovereignty? How do you strengthen your life force? And how do you offer the sacred life by being a part of the human family? The nodes of fate with this eclipse, with that north node in Aries, the south node in Libra, they're squaring Pluto, which Pluto is direct. Pluto is at those final degrees of Capricorn. Here in the United States, we cannot forget that we are in the midst of a Pluto return. And in many ways, we have seen a cultural collapse in the US. We have lost our moral compass. We have lost our values. We have become pretty much just beings bought and sold by corporations and representing them, walking advertisements. And yes, this extends out across the entire globe on so many levels. And so this is a moment for us, for all of us in the world, because the United States has been seen as a superpower for so long. Whether we agree with that or not, it is it is something we could say is true. And so this is a moment for all of us to look at what has degraded and, and ask yourself, what is it I want to build? What is it that I stand behind? And how am I going to be a keeper of high integrity in these times. At the moment of the eclipse, the frequency of six degrees Taurus is a pink diamond, as given by Elias Lonsdale in Star Sparks. Situated at the right spot, placed firmly where the story will unfold in its next chapter, ask to love whatever comes, given the ability to do just this we are winning the raw territory of affirmation of life from the proliferation of everything that would stamp out life and lead into ever more of the same ad nauseum. If we can stay within the heart's knowing, we will indeed cast off our false cloaks and merge within our soul's hunger for substantiation. Yet we must over and over again carve out this inner space from the roughage of hard and tight worlds. We are learning how to stay with ourselves and to honor the feeling spark completely. The frequency of Taurus, it is earthy energy symbolized by the bull. It is a representative of honoring the material realm, the realm of sensuality, of beauty herself. Taurians tend to be those with highly developed senses. And Taurus frequency asks you to sink into pleasure, to be resourceful, to be productive, and to really honor what your value system is. This is the archetype of the lover, the courtesan, the artist, the dancer, the micro farmer, the farm to table chef, the musician, the earth lover, the deeply sensual poetic being. This is a full moon that is ruled by Venus, which Venus is Earth's elder sister, reminds you to align yourself with the realm of nature. The realm of nature as this portal to the other world. This is about nourishing seeds. This is about feminine earth. This is about substance, form, and structure. This is about cultivation and empowerment and harnessing. This is about how you appreciate the power and the prosperity of this present moment. In the tarot, Taurus is connected to the Hierophant, And so we're thinking of the Hierophant, we're thinking of the Temperance card, and we are also considering how we are in this year of the chariot, how this is a year of momentum and change, how this is a year of nature and an opportunity to commune with the other world. At times this world of humanity does not make sense. It's not meant to make sense. However, it is the realm of nature as a portal to the other world that offers you wisdom, that offers you knowledge, that offers you symbols and signs that guide you to take right action, to be in mutual reciprocity. And so you may wish to ask yourself, as we come to this full moon, you may ask yourself, where have I been stubborn? Where have I been slow and resistant to change? Where have I been overly material? Where have I hoarded? Where have I suppressed my emotions? Where have I been stagnant? Where have I been rigid? How do I become more loyal? How do I become more abundant? How do I become more patient? How do I ground to mother earth? How do I dissolve sensations of being impoverished of survival mentality? It is a moment for all of us to let go of old programming and to really sink into the knowingness that we are a multitude of cells, so connected. We are one love, one heart, one human family. And as the moon merges with expansive, wise, abundant, Jupiter and Taurus, again, reminding you to connect in with the other world. And that frequency of Jupiter and Taurus is merging with Uranus and Taurus, these shocking things we're seeing happening on earth, particularly with earth's resources, and also a remembrance of the power of nature the infinite capacity of Mother Earth to regenerate herself over and over again, and opening our consciousness, our psyches to genius solutions which wish to emerge from the other world through your devotion to nature. And this opposes the sun and Scorpio digging into the psychological depths, digging into those dark hidden spaces. The Scorpio sun coming to merge with Mercury and Mars and Ceres. Mercury wishing to pull up truths from deep down within Mars in its home sign of Scorpio, willing to fight, willing to protect. And so the affirmation for you in this eclipse moment is, I have a safe pathway through life. I have a safe pathway through life. I have a safe pathway through life. If you wish to circle up in community and sacred council, I'm hosting an online and very limited in person. Samhain Lunar Eclipse Council. We will meet from 2 to 6.30 p.m. on Saturday, October 28th. That is Eastern Daylight Time, so you will want to adjust for your time zone. I've been holding these spaces in honor of eclipses where we dive into a deep yogic practice, meditation, prayer, journaling, singing, chanting. I flow with the moment and what wants to come through, and it is a portal for us to come in community when we gather in this way. We can do some massive ancestral healing and clearing with the frequency of the eclipse. We can also send out through the ethers, we can send out the purity of our prayers, and this is one of the most potent ways to bring in an eclipse. I personally do not Recommend going outside and gazing into eclipses. I, I think we must be very careful with how we maneuver through eclipses. And I offered a mini course, Eclipse Empowerment. You are still welcome to receive that information and, and sign up for that. And also, you can sign up for the Samhain Lunar Eclipse Council via the show notes or also on my website, Earthseed Temple Arts. and it's all on the very front page. You can just scroll down and you'll find everything there. This cycle is about what has formed and what we're transforming, what has been generated and what we are regenerating, what is our sensuality and what is our sexuality? How do things appear and what are the secrets? What have we built up and what is breaking down? It is a moment of of catalyst of great change of great healing, Scorpio frequency brings a catharsis for deep regeneration. So as things are collapsing, it is ultimately to regenerate the soil so that fertile new seeds can be nurtured and tended. Eclipses themselves, I think especially the eclipses between 2020 and 2023 are each offering their own unique moment that is on a loom of ancestral threads that can take us through the past 26,000 years. Threads that are clearing with the rising of the phoenix. Saturn will station direct on the 4th of November and we will be preparing for the Scorpio new moon. There's so much transformation available to each one of us in these times. I encourage you that if you love this work that has been so devotionally offered to you through star stones and stories that you consider circling up with the inner council of ma magic. It is part of the reason why I feel called to put Star, Stones and Story on pause for a little bit because I need to recalibrate how I'm using my energy and Ma Magic is such a beautiful space and I want to have more energy to apply there. Also, I'm available for one-on-one astrological divination readings. These are readings for your own personal empowerment in these times to connect with your soul purpose, to have clarity of what your particular assignment is in the next three months, in the next six months or year. I think it's good to look about that far out. I think sometimes, especially in the radical nature of the times we live in, we don't wanna go too much further because life moves so fast these days. So you are welcome to receive a one-on-one session, and on the 30th, Monday, I will be offering a Samhain Cosmic Meditation and Sound Healing Ceremony, and I hope you will come and join up for that. I will miss connecting with you all in this way, and I'm also really excited to see what wishes to emerge, and just really trusting this process. I have so loved sharing these transmissions with you, for you. It has been truly an act of devotion. I encourage you to make sure you're signed up for my weekly Venetian love notes. Those will stay consistent. And that will also be a place where you can continue to check in and see how things are evolving and see where you are aligned to join within the Earthseed Temple Arts community. My prayer is that each one of us, that you will commit to living your life from the highest integrity so that we may consciously root a new paradigm that is based within conscious nourishment and vitality for all of our generations to come. As you meander through the labyrinthine eclipse portal, I invite you to take radical responsibility for your vibration, for your words, your thoughts, your actions, your deeds. Draw in peace, loving kindness, and stability. Trust in the sacred web of of life, Thank you so much for circling up in sacred space. It has been an honor as always, as we're here at the gates of Samhain and Beltana. Know that the veils are thin, the signs and symbols will come on stronger if you're willing to open your senses to receive. This is your time to make love, to make beauty, to honor your ancestral wisdom to honor your ancestors, all of your ancestors. All of your ancestors are all of our ancestors, to give offerings in mutual reciprocity, to give offerings of beauty, to live your life in devotion to making love and making beauty. May there be peace to the East. May there be peace to the South. May there be peace to the West. May there be peace to the North and may that peace anchor deep down into the heart of Mother Earth, expanding out through the cosmos, out into infinity, and come spiraling down through the crown of your head and anchoring into your heart, anchoring into all of the gates within your body, all of the channels within your body. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is, Mache. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at EarthSeedTempleArts. Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at EarthseedTempleArts. Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts and also at stars, stones, and stories on Instagram where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth